0: Welcome to Mad Lit Musings, a podcast with Jamie Jo Wright, where we go deeper and ask the tough and dangerous questions. Hi everyone, this is Jamie with Mad Lit Musings here on the podcast, and today I am super happy to have a good friend, D.L. Wood, joining me here. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good, good. I'm so excited to have you here because you know that I love your books, but give us, for the readers who don't know who you are, give us an overview of what you write and just kind of tell us a little bit about you.
1: Yeah, so um, I write under D.L. Wood and I write suspense laced with romance and faith. So um, all of my books are clean um, and all of my books are Um, you know, hopefully have that, that suspense that's driving it, that um, make that little bit of a thriller that's, that's pulling you through, through it. And, but also characters you can relate to. Um, So there's hopefully, I try to put a lot of heart into, into my books because I think at the core, um, you know, you want to love the characters you're reading about. You want to be able to root for someone. So um, those are sort of the the main things that I try to pack into each one of them. But um, I've got a series that follows the same, um, main character I've got standalones I've got the novella um, and so it's just hopefully it's something that would appeal to anybody who really likes suspense or that kind of mystery um, it's it's um, whether you're a mystery person suspense or thriller it kind of works along those lines
0: yeah yeah it really does and and I appreciate the fact too that you've got the um, element of suspense but and like you mentioned it's clean though too that we're not reading things that are you know going off into areas we don't want to go necessarily or yeah you know, a, a faith slant to it without being overtly in your face too so
1: right yeah so because I mean my goal is to not only entertain but to uplift right. so what I want is for someone when they read my book to walk away feeling better than they did when they started it right. you know um and so hopefully that's what they accomplish. You know, they get a, they get a really great mystery, some suspense, maybe a twist they didn't see coming, um, and had some fun, but they also maybe walked away with a little nugget to think about, or Absolutely. maybe to encourage them in their own life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. So I'm looking at your website and um, it does say you're a USA today, best-selling author. So that's no small feat in and of itself.
1: That is, thank you. That was very cool. Um, that was um, a, nice life goal to meet there. Um, yeah. you know, so that, that was a fun milestone to hit and, um, I don't take it for granted. I, we have, um, I worked with some, some people to, to reach that. And, you know, it was, uh, because of the readers. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, that were, um, our supporters that followed through and read the book. And, um, that was the book that, um, was part of that set that hit the USA today list was secrets. Um, no, I'm sorry. Liar like her, different, mm-hmm. book, liar okay. like her um and it's part of my secrets and lies series there's two standalone books in that and um so and that's a fun one about a beach town and um who doesn't love a beach town murder mystery where the body right. disappears so that's a perfect, you know i mean you're perfect. I wrong with that so unless yeah. you're on the beach and you're reading it then you kind of get a little unless up, you're but. the body that disappears <laughs> i mean that might not be so great i guess but yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, fun, fun. So I find it interesting too. So you write suspense, you write, um, kind of the mystery in murder, different things like that. And yet there's a spot on your website that says conquering anxiety. So I wanted to talk a little bit with you today about anxiety, yeah. you know, cause sure. I think sometimes when you picture being an anxious person and I'm somebody who's, um, struggled with anxiety and panic attacks and things for underlying health reasons, um, And I remember when it was really bad, I was finding myself reading a lot of comedy or romance Mm -hmm. or things that were lighter. So I just thought it was interesting that you have a whole section on conquering anxiety, plus you're writing books that might equate to being more of a nerve wracking experience. So tell me a little bit about that and,
1: and life. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So I think anxiety is something that people of all types, all personality types and, um, likes and dislikes can, uh, be dealing with, you know, um, and I think we have different ways of coping with that. And so for me, um, and I guess a lot of it depends on what your anxiety stems from. There's all types of anxiety. You know, you, you mentioned yours, um, generally comes from your underlying health issues. Mm -hmm. Um, mine was more of a generalized anxiety where I don't, I didn't really have a reason to have it, but I was just always in this fight or flight mode. Okay. Um, you know or you can have a circumstance in your life that comes in and suddenly you're, you know, you're just dealing with these panic attacks and anxiety and if you've ever had a panic attack they're just the worst oh, because um, you really think you're dying <laughs> you do and you kind of have to go to a hospital for someone to tell you no you're not dying mm-hmm. and you kind of don't believe them until you've had a few and then you're like okay I'm not dying but um, so the suspense for me is just something I love suspense I love stories I love you know, story is just, has always been such a part of my life since I was a kid. So, and I always drifted to the mysteries, the Meg mysteries, Trixie Belden, all of that stuff. Um, Sue Grafton, you know, when I was a teenager and all of that. So um, that didn't really play into the anxiety for me. Although I understand why people who are having anxiety may drift towards a different type of entertainment mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I mean, one of my common recommendations for people going through anxiety is to turn off the news you know so if if you're finding something that's you know feeding that monster Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. turn it off for a little while but I don't find that with the book so much but it does depend on the person Mm -hmm. um but for me um yeah mine was more of a generalized anxiety and um so it it was one of those things where I really and I'm sure a lot of listeners can relate to this because we've all been through a lot in the last few years yes um I didn't know where it was coming from, but it completely paralyzed me. Mm. Um, I had kids at the time that were in elementary school and I basically managed to get on there and then I'd lay on the floor for six hours in sweats and just cry. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of an anxiety spiraling into depression that was just very debilitating. And finally, um, one day I just sort of realized that, and this was months after being going through it for months, you know, I feel like I'm going to die when I'm laying down. Mm. Because you tend to pull that cocoon around you, you know, I mean, I'm sure right. you've been there. Like when you start yes. feeling that anxiety, whether it's social anxiety or circumstantial anxiety, you just kind of don't feel like putting yourself out there and you just right. get that circle tighter and tighter. Right. But I wasn't feeling any better. That didn't make me feel better. Um, and I kind of realized I'm either, I feel like I'm going to die if I'm doing nothing and staying here. And I feel like I'm dying if I'm getting up and moving and taking that, you know, one foot in front of the other type steps. So if I'm going to die, I'm going to die standing up. And that's the day that I started doing a little bit at a time. And the first day it was just putting socks in a laundry. And I literally, I'll try to do it so you can see, but I mean, I remember just slowly like putting socks in the laundry. I mean, I was so incapacitated by this condition and, you know, slowly it was very hard. Um, But I got to a point and look, I had, and I, I saw doctors and I had a therapist and I had a counselor. And so, this was not just me just deciding one day. And right, I will say this too. So um, I am a follower of Christ and that was a huge part of helping me endure it, get through it, fight it. Um, you know, God did not choose to take it from me immediately. Um, there was a process he obviously needed me to go through. Mm-hmm. I don't wish that on anyone, but you know, we all have things in life that we have to push through for whatever reason we don't understand this side of things I suppose. But, um, so after that, um, and I, I started trying to, this was before my writing really, um, took off. So I okay. wasn't writing at this point. Okay. This is before my first book was published in 2015. Okay. And, um, so this was before then. So I started doing little things like I worked at the church. I was like, just give me a job, just nothing that I have to think about, but like something to manually do to get me out of myself, out of my own head, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I did that and fast forward, eventually, you know, God was so good that I, about it, I ended up being a, um, I taught anxiety classes and like Mm -hmm. how, or support groups, how to get through it. And so, um, was able to comfort others in the way I've been comforted. And, um, and that was a huge blessing, blessing, because one of the things that I think you have to really focus on when you're dealing with anxiety is, God never wastes a hurt. Mm. And so yes, I was struggling, but God is not going to waste our struggle. And so it was a reminder to me that I needed to endure. I could get through it because he wasn't going to waste it. He was going to use it. I mean, he promises us, right. That he's going to use these things. And so that was huge for me um, to be able to, to know that. And so, and then it, it got to the point where I actually could do that. So, when I was able to write and uh, started down that journey as sort of my second career, um, I uh, put a section on my website about that because I really do think it's so important. Because so many of us struggle with anxiety; it's not a an uncommon thing, and particularly now, in light of you know after the pandemic, and yeah. um, I I really was struggling. Um, really, the last nine months, I guess, because it just sort of hit us all, didn't it, you know, and it changed our whole lives and made everything complicated, and it, even, even though we know the world isn't, um, is it, unstable, it really pointed out the fragility of the whole system, right, oh, okay. and it kind of pulled, pulled out the rug out from under us, I think, yes. and so that is not conducive to um, peace, <laughs> you know, we get very anxious <laughs> when that happens, right. And I think just thing after thing, after thing, after thing, it just beats you down. And so it's important to remember with anxiety. I I can, you tell me, like, I don't know, have you ever run into people when you talk about your anxiety? uh, There are times you get things like, um, well, just pray really hard about it or, you know, pray more or, and I will be the first to say, absolutely. You should, you know, praying about that is helpful and necessary and God can, heal that and um change us and we need to rely on him for strength when we're not when it's not taken away however um it's like any other condition or illness you know it's not as simple as one size fits all like um yes maybe somebody's anxiety is just because they worry too much that's that's a thing you know you're just not letting go right but a lot of times it can be more than that maybe it's um, just, you've been hit time after time, after time, after time with tough circumstances and you're just worn out just like any muscle would be worn out. Right. Absolutely. Or maybe, um, maybe you actually have a chemical imbalance. Like if you were a diabetic, people wouldn't just say, well, just pray it away, you know? Right. No, you actually need medication. Mm-hmm. Um, and to determine that, you gotta see a doctor, so I, uh, you well, know, yes, <laughs> you, you have, to, you have to, you have to make sure, you know, you know what the source of it is. But um, I also think, in addition to that, there's a lot of things you can do. You can check my website out. It's um, dlwoodonline.com, and there's a section on there on anxiety, and there's a um, part of some of the things I used in my anxiety support classes or groups, if you will, and uh, there's a resource on there that mm-hmm. I mentioned called abide. Have you ever heard of abide? I don't know if you have. I've heard of it. I don't have experience, it's, with it, but I have heard of it. Yeah. It's a fantastic app. You can run on your phone or on a tablet. Um, if you've ever heard of the app calm mm-hmm. or, um, yeah. so, okay. So it's sort of like that only it's a, so it's a Christian based faith based app. Oh, it okay. is the coolest because, um, it, so it has the, um, daily meditations it also has topical meditations um and you can set different times so I want a five minute or 10 minute or a Mm. full 15 minutes um you can also do it by uh like there's sleep meditations or sleep sounds or sleep music but so my husband uses it he just turns it on and it'll read a book of the bible or whatever it is and it'll read it to Mm -hmm. him at when he can't sleep and it'll (laughs) I'm not sure that's is that good or bad it makes it (laughs) you know what
0: the meditation hey. heart 24 seven right <laughs> well i mean what what better to fall asleep to but um
1: right. but there's also cool things on there like there's one i love called journey on the orient express and so you listen to it and it takes you through like as if you're going on the orient express but then it some scripture in and it's just some observational type things and i'm out and you know yeah. it's um I I've really enjoyed it. So that's that's a great tool. I I just put that on my website today, in case anybody checks that. But yeah, yeah sure. that's a that's a that's a great tool.
0: That's awesome. I love tools like that. You even have a download. Uh, I mean, sorry, a document that you can download. Um, yeah, a four point guide on your site, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, that's a um, so that's a uh, the acronym is Flip, I believe, but mm-hmm. something I used when I was teaching um, classes, uh, to sort of help people remember something simple, um, to do if they were suffering from anxiety, yeah. to kind of give them a guide. Uh, cause sometimes, and I, am not a counselor. I'm not, and I even say that, I think somewhere on the website, you know, you need to see right. a doctor, you need to see a counselor. Right. These are right. things I found helpful as a person who suffers from anxiety. So right. that with that said, um, I found them helpful and, you right. know, uh, if, you never really know what's going to work for you. You know, for some people, the app won't do anything or for some people the um, you turn off the news, won't do anything. But for some people it, that that's the thing that makes everything a little bit easier to take. So you just, you never know, but yeah, I, I encourage people to, you know, if one, there's no shame in it. You don't need to be ashamed or allow people to shame you. Right. You know, it's kind of like, I, I think it's gotten a whole lot better, but I do think that there was a time where that was sort of the hush-hush mm-hmm. condition. You don't talk about that at church or whatever. And I, I, I just don't think that's right. Um, and because it's something we we can suffer from for all kinds of reasons. Oh, and so, all kinds of
0: reasons. Yep.
1: Yeah yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Anxiety and depression is such a part of life, unfortunately. Um, and I even think about the fact like, you know, anytime... I love the fact that in scripture anytime an angel came and visited somebody they always start with be not afraid like they know they knew god knows that our instinctual reaction to the unknown is fear it's anxiety and i think
1: yeah
0: you know i always thought i had this dream when i was a kid and and not like a vision i mean just like a a hope for the future type of dream because I remember I used to get really scared at night and then I'd go in and I'd wake up my dad or my mm. mom and be like, mom, dad, I'm scared. And they'd say all the perfect words and you go back to sleep and you would oh, the, everything's right in the world. And I remember laying in bed very vividly one night thinking to myself, I can't wait to be mom and dad's age when you're not afraid anymore
1: <laughs> Oh, because yeah. it
0: seemed like parents were just, they've, they've passed the point of fear and they've somehow, yeah gotten hold of it and now that I'm an adult and I'm middle-aged I'm going
1: no one told me it was gonna get 120 not any. you're like it's not any better (laughs) okay so the sun is like coming in crazy from my room and I'm like oh how do I get how do I get out of this so it's not like so you're not blinded blinding talking (laughs) yeah um yeah I think that you do you feel like um when you get older that's just if you've been in a stable family, if right. you've been in a place that had where you or where you have good role models for that, then you, um, yeah, you can, you do think that. Right. And I think when, and then when you're in your 20s, you're kind of invincible, right? So you don't really worry about stuff most of the time. No. Now I will say this: I do see my girls are older; they're 24. I've twins, and their generation has a ton of anxiety, much more than my, my generation did. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if what that's a product of, it's probably a combination of things. I don't think social media has helped. I don't think yeah. constantly being your brain constantly working um, is helpful. I think that, well, it does, it can, it contributes to anxiety. So there's a lot of reasons why they probably have more than we did, mm-hmm. but um agree. Mine, mine manifested itself later. I was an attorney for a year, for, for, for several years and before I um, quit to be with my girls full time. And, you know, it, um, I, I didn't have this kind of anxiety that I was dealing with, not debilitating anxiety. I mean, I would get nervous about something right. that I had to do, but, but it wasn't like I, I'm, uh, you know, incapacitated. Right. And so I, I don't know what it is about the weight of the world eventually building up on us, but, you know, sometimes it does. And, Yep. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, what do you think about this? Do you think writers tend to, um, go there sometimes? Cause we're so in our, I'm so in my head all the time because mm-hmm. that's kind of my job right. to to do that. Um, and I'm, I wonder if that is a common thing that writers suffer from. I'll probably, i have to ask some of our friends and see.
0: Yeah, I think it, you know, and it's interesting too, cause my husband's mentioned before, how if you look at artists creatives throughout the course of history um, how many of them suffered from you know you like you read about Van Gogh and you know these different people mm. that they suffered from who knows exactly what because there were so many things that went undiagnosed back those times but you know obviously mental depression or mental illness or mm-hmm. struggles and um, I think sometimes my husband and I as we've talked about it I think because of the creative bent, whether you're a writer, an artist, or just a creative in and of itself, your mind, you do live in your head and then you also create situations that don't necessarily exist, but they're plausible enough that they could. And therefore Mm -hmm. it adds to the potential of danger or change or the unknown um, versus somebody who might be more black and white and logistical in their approach
1: to Mm yeah I think it's a that theory.
0: that's not scientifically proven that's that's in the car with my husband's you know, discussion <laughs> theory so <Yeah.
1: laughs> hey you know it's all it's your reality is your reality and everybody that you know whoever's listening they probably um have their own if they have anxiety there's their there's their reasons for that and um uh, they can all be different or be triggered by different things and yeah really you know, and again, right now, I think we're living in a time where we're seeing the fallout from the pandemic and mm-hmm. and all of the other events that happened during that time. And oh yeah, um, it's it's going to take a little while, I think, for everybody to recover. And I think we just have to be kind to ourselves mm-hmm. and be aware of that. I um I I see a chiropractor on a regular basis, and um, he is a little different in that he talks a lot about brainwave activity, and it's kind of a neurological chiropractic approach but the interesting thing is that if you know if your brain stays in this operating pattern of I think it's the beta waves that is like the aware awake solving problems busy all the time and you never switch out of it Mm. um you can't you you are going to get anxious because you're not ever your brain's not ever in that recovery mode yeah and um and I think it's when you know they attach all these things to your head and they can tell and I was like in this thing for so long and he's like yeah that's probably part of your issue so (laughs) I actually do another thing called brain tap which is a um it's a neat app I don't know if you've heard of that but it all you do is listen it's super easy um but you listen to it and what it whatever the sound signals are in it it helps your brain switch into that off mode yeah so it's kind of forcing it to go into that off mode so you can recover so your brain's not in that active um, mode. And that's another tool. I should have put that on the website, but, um, it, that's interesting. If somebody yeah. wants to check that out, it's called brain tap and that, um, that's helpful. It's yeah. been helpful to me also. Yeah. yeah.
0: Great. I love the resources and I love, I think, you know, really what's important for anybody listening today is knowing that, you know, it's the song, like we are messengers, the, the music group, um, has that song. It's, it's okay to not be okay. And Mm, it's okay. mm -hmm. And I had to hear that many times with my, my panic attacks and my stress and the anxiety that I wasn't doing something innately wrong or anti God, or I hadn't fallen off some faith ladder (laughs) down to the bottom rung. And, you know, it was, you know, there were lots of things and yes, each journey is different and each person's journey is different to finding out what the situation is, but knowing that you're not alone, that you're not creating some massive faux pas or um, that you're not losing your mind, honestly, you know, I I know people avoid the word crazy nowadays, but sometimes you literally feel like you are going to go crazy and you're in a fetal position and you, you just can't, you cannot function. And so I think, Knowing that you're not alone
1: is huge mm-hmm. well, and I think knowing you're not alone, knowing you're not losing your mind, um uh, because it's often it's a it's sort of a diagnosis of exclusion sometimes yeah. because so I lost a ton of weight. I couldn't eat. Um, I felt sick all the time. I was weak. Uh, and I thought I had some horrible disease mm-hmm. because something was wrong because my brain could not just do this to me. You know, it wouldn't, something in my, in my body was, um, there was some kind of pathology there had to be. And I had so many tests done and there wasn't, it was anxiety. And I didn't, so many doctors, I didn't believe. And now that said, you have to trust your gut. And if you're getting answers and you don't trust it, you know, keep, keep going. I don't, I'm not saying that. Right. I guess my point is it was so shocking to me to really realize how much our brain can, affect yes. the workings of our body in a negative way very much um, so. if you don't deal with that anxiety mm-hmm. and um, it, it was almost like you get hijacked yeah and uh, it, it's it's fresh especially when you're having panic attacks you know and uh, so it, it is it's it's good to know you're not alone it's mm-hmm. good to know that people from all walks of life people with all kinds of backgrounds people with all kinds of jobs suffer from this stay at home moms. Hey, you know, if you're staying at home and you're having anxiety, that doesn't mean that you're um, not up to par. It means right. that you are a human being and, you know, your life is stressful too, because I've been a stay at home mom. And I got to mm-hmm. tell you, that's the toughest job that there is. Um, it's my favorite job, but it was also the hardest. And so, yeah, I, I think knowing that, that it is a common malady is helpful. Mm-hmm. And then knowing that there is help out there and to, to get it, to not stop to yeah. get it, you know, don't give up, keep Keep looking and and um, figure out what works for you because that answer may be a little different for everybody. There are right. some things that are will help kind of everyone with that, but you gotta you gotta keep at it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. This has been absolutely super fantastic. Uh, I don't know if I should say fun, but I mean, it's been fun (laughs) to talk and to be honest about life. life. So, but you do also have books that you write. And we talked a little bit about that at the beginning. If readers who are listening want to check out um, your books and what you write, where's the best place for them to go and to find out more about you?
1: Yeah. So, um, so I mentioned earlier, my website is D L Wood. So the initials D and and L would um com, and then um I'm on Amazon so for um print audio um and ebooks you can find me there um you can just look up DL Wood um there's probably a couple I think there's a couple of DL Wood or DL Wood so make sure you get the one that um, you'll see my books um let's see I'm trying to think I, I wrote a series called Unintended Series so mm-hmm. Unintended Target Witness Unintended um detour so those are those are mine and um you just have to check that out and and then you can go to my website and make sure that matches up um and then you can find i'm on audio on acx well audible Mm -hmm. and um also that's on amazon and itunes and then i have a couple of books that are wide on audio so you can pretty much get those anywhere you get um audio books awesome um yeah, yeah yeah
0: great well, thank you so much for being with us today. And um, we will look forward to chatting more in the future, I'm sure. And um, seeing more books release as as time goes on. So thanks so much. Really appreciate you being with us.
1: Yeah. No, thank you for having me. Good to see you. Good to see you too.
0: Thank you for listening to Madlit Musings. You can find out more information about Madlit and all that it has to offer at MadlitMentoring That's MadlitMentoring Or check out more about Jamie Jo Wright at JamieWrightBooks